When children have sleep problems, it can have serious results, such as language and cognitive issues, along with poor school grades. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey talks to an expert who has advice for parents. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Dr. Anna Joyce from Regents University London was the corresponding author of this study. Dr. Joyce, how common are sleep problems for children in general? Sleep problems affect around a quarter to a third of children at some point in their lives. And we distinguish between sleep problems, which all children experience from time to time. And then there are also clinical sleep disorders, which are diagnosed, which are a little bit rarer, but still affect a great number of children. Tell us a bit about this study and what you were seeking to learn. This study was in four to 14 year olds, so primary school children. And we were looking at reading ability and whether children's reading ability might be associated with them having sleep problems. So we ran a public science event where families came to the university and took part in various experiments, but also had some fun learning about psychology and science. And whilst they were taking part in those studies, children took part in the test of word reading efficiency, which is reading word lists of real words and also separately non-words. And whilst the children were doing that, the parents completed a questionnaire about their sleep So their sleep habits and also their breathing during sleep. So what did you find? What we found was that children who had increased daytime sleepiness, so that they're more sleepy during the day, had poorer reading ability. Those children also fell asleep quicker than children who read better, which is probably because they were tired. So they're tired during the day, they're falling asleep quicker at night they had poorer reading ability and also that children who had breathing problems during sleep which could be as simple as snoring or it could be as severe as a clinically diagnosed sleep breathing disorder children with those kind of breathing disorders had also poorer reading ability snoring affects around 10% of children and around 1 to 3% of children will have a more severe diagnosis of sleep apnea So it sounds like the vast majority are simply kids not getting to bed early enough? That's right. That's probably what causes a lot of daytime sleepiness because children do tend to stay up late and have trouble getting to sleep. And I think a lot of families don't realize how much sleep children actually need. I'm sure this varies by age, but what is the minimum number of hours of sleep that a child should be getting each night? For the school-age children that we were looking at, the minimum is around nine hours, but there's a lot of variability in that, so all children are different. So for school-age children, around nine to 11 hours would be a normal amount of sleep, but depending on the child, it could be slightly more or slightly less. Did your study determine a concrete number or percentage to indicate how significant of an impact that sleep has on learning? Yes, the sleep problems were able to account for around 7% of the reading ability. So it's quite a small percentage, only 7%, but it is meaningful. And what we know as well is that when children have these risk factors like sleep problems that could affect their reading ability, all of those risk factors add together. So 7% might be a risk on top of other risk that that child's already experiencing. 
What we found as well was that when we removed any participants who had some small amount of missing data, so for example, if people had forgotten to fill in one of the items on the questionnaire, if we removed all of those participants, then actually the findings were stronger. And then they were able to explain around 13% of the variance in the reading scores. So what advice can you offer to parents based upon your findings? If children have reading difficulties, we recommend that they're screened for sleep problems, which could then be treated. There is evidence from other fields that treating sleep problems can improve cognitive abilities in other areas. So we would hope that the same is true for reading. But also, if children have got sleep problems, we recommend that they're screened for reading problems. So it works both ways. If they have reading or sleep problems, we recommend that they're screened for the other problem. What parents can do at home to try and improve their child's sleep is, for example, having a quiet and comfortable bedroom, having no bright lights or screen in the last hour before bedtime, making sure that there's a relaxed and calming bedtime routine that happens at the same time every night. These kind of behaviours can help children with sleep. They help adults as well, but my research is mainly focusing on children. Interesting research. Dr. Anna Joyce from Regents University of London. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that's it for this week's show. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks, Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.